What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Emilia Ortiz, a.k.a. E. Ortiz, a.k.a. E. The Real One or E. The Real One. Many of y'all are familiar with me from social media um, as a bruja, healer, mental health advocate, and so much more. (laughs) Um, And some of y'all are familiar with the podcast that I briefly had many, 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 many moons ago. Um, spiritual mommy hour and I have decided to bring it back it is long overdue um, and I think that with how 2020 has gone it is definitely overdue so I'm basically going to be you know using this to explore and expand on all kinds of topics um, you know as y'all know I speak about a lot of different things on social media And I wanted to be able to expand on them, you know, because social media, I've had to really master, you know, compressing a lot of that into digestible bits. But I think it's important that we also expand on those bits um, so that we're more familiar with doing so. Right. And a lot of that is easier when, you know, somebody you're familiar with in ways, right, or somebody who you can relate to in ways. Um, you know, models that. So I'm hoping that that's what we're going to do here, um, you know, and that is the goal with this. So for the first episode, I really wanted to dive into something that I feel 2020 has deeply impacted, um, which is relationships and how we end them specifically. And I don't mean just romantic relationships, you know, when I speak about relationships, you know, I do want to preface this, you know, for as part, you know, as the episodes go on. When I speak of relationship, I really do mean all kinds of relationships, you know, not just the platonic office friend relationships. I'm talking about your friend friends, right? I'm talking about your family members, your business partners, um, you know, who you get your hair done by, all your relationships, okay? Now, why I really wanted to talk about this is so many people's relationships came to an end in 2020. Um, You know, quarantine really did a number on a lot of people. Um, And I say that because, you know, then you got packed in and you couldn't escape each other whatsoever for quite some time. And it really did make a lot of us recognize, I guess, you know, things about our partners that were like, yes, the deal breaker, can't do it. Um, but what I wanted to focus on is that so many of us are accustomed to relationships ending like a novella. And what I mean by that is like crazy blowout, mad messy, mad hurtful. And I understand why, because, you know, I've even said to my homegirls at points in my life, you know, I wish this person, I wish I hated this person because it would make it so much easier to end things, right? There's this aspect of we're familiar with it being easier to end things or, you know, walk away if it's this just nasty, painful kind of experience, right? We're like, oh my God, that's so much easier. Sometimes it's not, just a heads up. (laughs) A lot of us have, you know, rekindled things even after that. So, you know, let's just be honest with ourselves about it's what's familiar for us, um, You know, and what I mean by that is it's what we are accustomed to seeing, whether it's on TV, in our, you know, in our families, in our friendships, etc. And we model that in our own lives. So it's important to think about 
you know, I think one thing that really comes to mind is so many of us have joked about or our homegirls have joked about, um, you know, moms cutting out people's faces from the photos or, you know, sharpieing them out or cutting them out the photo entirely when they are no longer, you know, um, fucking with somebody in whatever capacity, whether it's they're not friends no more or whatever, right? And let's be real, we find it funny, you know? We, we, we do find it funny, but we also find it familiar. And there's this aspect of we then apply that in our friendships and our ended relationships. And it, you know what? I get it. A lot of them, they hurt. They hurt. And the reason you're ending things is because it really hurts, right? Whatever happens. But... It's not always easier the way we think it is to make even more of a mess to end the friendship or to end the romantic relationship or to end things with a family member. It's not, you know, or even a business partner. We think that these huge blowouts will make it easier. First of all, they take so much out of you. We can all try to act like it don't, but it does. It does take a lot out of you, first of all. Second of all, a lot of the time it makes it so that you can't go back. And for some of us, that's subconsciously what we want. Because again, it's what we're familiar with. Now, familiarity does not mean that it's comfortable in an enjoyable way. But it's comfortable in a sense of, again, it's familiar. It's what we're used to. We know what to do with that. We know how to respond when somebody is making it a big blowout, right? Because we've been taught that. We have not been taught how to respond when the person is trying to end things amicably. And a lot of the time I get it. People are not trying to end things in an amicable or respectful or honorable way. I fully get that. But there are times where we have been met with that and we ourselves do not respond well. We don't receive it well. And there's times where we're presented with the opportunity to be the person to end things honorably, respectfully, right? But again, we have those moments of it would be so much easier if I hated them. Because again, you are familiar with how to take action in that situation. So of course it's easier in a sense. Because it's easier to come to the conclusion of how to take action. It doesn't mean that the actions that you're taking are any easier in all reality. So this is why we have to reflect on this. And we have to reflect on how we wish to do better. Now, again, I fully understand there's times where, you know, with a romantic relationship, for example, let's say, you know, you find out the person is, you know, um, cheating, right, and being very, very messy about it, and I mean very messy as in doing a lot of aspects that make it sting even more, right, and that varies from person to person what is going to make it sting more, right, for some people it's, oh, you had everybody out here knowing this but me, or, oh, you were out here doing this with my friend, right, or somebody that I know, or the person you know I got beef with, there's all kinds of ways that it can sting more, right, and we can feel compelled to make the person feel how they are making us feel with those actions or how we felt when we found this out, right? The problem with that, though, is 
we're acting from a place of heart and with the intention to self-soothe and we feel oh this is gonna make me feel better majority of the time it don't make you feel better first of all you might feel better for the moment because you're like oh i went up to ah you know whatever but it doesn't heal or soothe the hurt that they did and Ultimately, a lot of the time, it ends up adding things that we later unpack ourselves where we're like, I can't believe they got me out of character like that. And again, it's taking out more from you. I understand there's times where we need to make a point in how we end our friendships or how we end our romantic relationships or how we end, you know, um, a family type relationship. I fully understand that. But there is a difference between making a point and intending to hurt somebody because they hurt you. And I think it's important that we really reflect on that because making a point can be you letting the person know in in a clear, respectful way, what you did really hurt me. And what you did greatly impacted our relationship in a way that I cannot see us moving forward and that I cannot accept because these are not the kinds of actions I am willing to accept in my relationships and life right you can make it clear to them like listen this is no and my point being made is me removing myself from your life and letting you know that you no longer have access to me and why you no longer have access to me right it's not always so easy to say that sometimes we just want to be like fuck you we not friends no more you trifling or whatever the fuck you feeling but when we just step into that and we don't take a step back again we're responding from a place that a few moments later or even a few days later even a few months later we might not be feeling that that may be the thing that we're like i wish i had you know handled that differently because i truly cherished the friendship that we had aside from that and i see that that is not really what was had but i want to respect that you know what, for the time being, I felt that that's what we, what we had. And since that's what I would like to have with others, I'm going to act accordingly. And the reason why that also benefits you in the long run is you are able to then understand and recognize within other people whether they possess that capability or desire to be that way in friendships. You know, you'll learn to listen and recognize, you know, when somebody is telling you about how they, you know, are a petty king, petty queen, petty whatever, you know, how they, you know, how they're petty whopping, you know, don't, all those kinds of things or how they'll boast in a sense about how they got even or got over or whatever when it comes to, you know, um, a friend or something ending you'll begin to recognize that's not something I actually want in my life. I don't want somebody who that's where you step into. And again, you, you, it's not your job to change people. But it is your job to be respectful of what you want and your wishes and the type of relationships that you wish to have. Sometimes the greatest ritual is changed behavior. And I know we say that about, you know, the greatest apology is changed behavior. Yes. But sometimes the greatest ritual that you can, you know, do is changed behavior. Changing how 
you engage in this world in life sometimes that's the ritual you need for when it comes to breaking generational curses sometimes the generational curse is that there was no conflict resolution in your family and so there was no conflict resolution in any of their relationships and you therefore never learned any conflict resolution and I say conflict resolution because sometimes conflict resolution does not mean that y'all are going to stay friends or continue your relationship. You just may come to a resolution that is, again, honorable, respectful, and you're able to go your separate ways in a respectful manner. I think this is important, and I've emphasized, you know, I think this is important <laughs> so much throughout this because it would... A, save a lot of us, a lot of, you know, headaches, (laughs) but also it would help us not need to heal things over 50 years later because, you know, I think we've all had that moment, whether it was us or we experienced somebody expressing this to us. So even if you just saw it in a movie where, you know, the person expresses that they had this issue with somebody over however many years ago and how it was just such a big blowout and nasty fight and they never reached out but they kind of wished they did. But at the same time, they're still angry and aggy. And sometimes, you know, in the movies especially, you find out that the other person was like, you know, it was such a stupid fight. I wish we could have, you know, I was just so angry then. I wish, I wish we could have made things right now. So many of us make it so that we don't have that opportunity because we blew out so much, right? And we burned everything down to the ground that there's this piece of us and this piece of them that feels there's no going back from this. And there's times where, you know, as you're doing those things to make the person feel how you feel, right? Or, you you know, someone's doing these things to see that they still have you know, oh, I, I, I still can get a rise out of you. That means you still care, right? When we do that, we sometimes end up doing things that are so unforgivable. There is no going back. There is no fixing the friendship. And it sucks that that's how it is sometimes. And you know what? It is what it is sometimes. I get it. I, I really do. But. It ain't always necessary. And I think that's where we need to learn to be more, um, I guess, choosy, you know, in when we do that and working on that, um, especially because, you know, there's some things that, you know, in, in my younger days, when I burned, you know, certain relationships down to the ground, because we've all done it, don't act like you're perfect, um, I always would say to myself, God, that was fucking messy and I'm exhausted. And, you know, once or twice, maybe I was on a high about it, you know, where I I had that, you know, getting even high kind of thing. But you always crash. And there's moments as time goes on where you do miss the person and you want to reach out, right? And there's times where you don't want to reach out, but you do miss the person. And I'd have moments where I was just like, I really need to make such a big mess of things to, like, you know, go separate ways. It really ain't have to be like that. And there's times where somebody really hurt me because 
they didn't know how to end things amicably or honorably. And they were so hurtful to try to make me leave or make it so that when things ended, they didn't feel guilty because I took the bait and responded a certain way, right? There's all these different, you know, I I could literally go on for hours about the many different reasons we do this, right? And the many um, motivations we have behind this. Everybody's different and every situation's different. But I remember thinking to myself, why all that? Why all this? If we're ending it, right? And I realized it's because a lot of the time, this is what we know, this is how we know how. This is what we're familiar with, with how. And I got tired. And I'm not going to say I'm perfect or that I have, you know, since then have not had blowouts with people. I don't know. I definitely have, you know. But there's even been a few people who tried to blow out with me kind of thing. And I met them with just coming from a place of, you know what, I don't need this. And it's okay that this is how you want to do it. I respect your decision to do so, but I don't need this. I'm good. Enjoy your life. And I completely removed their access to me. And, you know, I end up hearing through the grapevine later on in life that the person is wishing that they didn't do it like that, where they realized they were acting from a certain place or that they are no longer currently in emotionally. So this is also why I say it's important. Because we really do save ourselves a lot of strife and headaches. And we also reduce how much we hurt and harm people. And harm reduction is very important in all of our relationships. It's so important. Now, the other thing that I wanted to address when it comes to relationships especially is a lot of us, I think I've had just so much exposed this year in our relationships that we were unaware of, right? Whether it's, oh my God, you put that there or, you know, because now they're in the crib and they're they're doing, you know, they were doing more things in the crib Um, or, oh my God, I can't believe you think that way, you know, because we're having more conversations because you literally just have copious amounts or had anyways copious amounts of time to talk about things and I think we have to recognize that when we have those moments and we have those realizations it's important to reflect on the piece of you know and like I said and recognize that they are a whole ass person and just like you're a whole ass person there's things that y'all don't know about each other, you know? It, it doesn't matter if y'all have been together for 70 years. There's still going to be things that y'all learn about each other. And it's okay if they're deal breakers for you. It really is. But at the same time, I think we also have to kind of open our minds to in our relationships, if we are going to, you know, some of us, we don't really want long-term relationships. That's okay. I respect that. 
But if you are somebody who wants a long-term relationship or wants long-term relationships, you have to become open to the understanding, like, you know, the real full understanding that you will not fully know your partner. And that's okay. But that's supposed to be what's the fun part about it. And it's not always going to be fun. It's going to be part of like, the fuck? But... That's part of the long-term relationship. And we have to be honest with ourselves with what we want in relationships. A lot of us have not been honest with ourselves about relationships. And we tell ourselves we want long-term relationships. Because, again, this is what we're familiar with. This is what we're told to want, right? We're told to want best friends of 50 years, even though that best friend might not really be your best friend. <laughs> and you should have probably ended things 20 years ago, Right? There's that situation with a job, right? I want a long-term relationship with my job. I want to have a steady, consistent job, and that's all I want. Okay, well, you might have needed to leave that job at some point because there was something better out there for you, not just financially, but how you're being treated, right? You may stay at this long-term relationship job situation even if your boss is horrible to you or your coworkers are horrible to you, Um you know, this happens with romantic relationships where we tell ourselves, well, this is what I'm supposed to be in or this is what I'm supposed to have, even though you may not be somebody who really wants a long-term relationship. And you may be somebody who does really want a long-term relationship and you need to be honest with yourself about that too. And, you know, again, this also connects with sex, right? Being honest with ourselves about how many partners we are comfortable having and how we would like to engage with sex you know sex can make how we end things really messy so it's important to be honorable in that especially with so many people you know venturing um into more polyamorous relationships and more open relationships it's important to be ethical and it's important to be honorable best you know to the best of our abilities and I think that if we're going to continue exploring ourselves, right, we have to be more open to also exploring our relationships and being open, right, to the process that that entails and not necessarily making, you know, a whole, oh, I got to burn this shit down to the ground because you found out something new about your partner that you're just not fucking with. And this does not mean, you know, your partner is abusive or predatory. No, no, we're we not talking about that. I'm talking about you found out that your partner likes something you don't like. Or you found out that your partner, <laughs> you know, uh, it does something that then you're just like, yo, this is fucking annoying. Why? Why are you like this? Right? Or just all kinds of petty things. And I think even when they do things such as, you know, cheating and whatnot. I I still remember one of the times that I caught an ex of mine. Um, we technically were on a break, but at the same time, it was complicated where I wasn't allowed to act like we was on a break kind of situation. Obviously, I could have done what I want, but we all know how some of those relationships go. We're not going to get into that. That's another episode. But I was not given the privilege, I'll say, of behaving as though we were on a break. Meaning if I had gone on a date with anybody or if it had seemed like I was flirting with anybody, 
that break was not going to end and we were just going to be broken up and that was that, right? There was a point where, you know, first of all, you cannot, you cannot get over on a bruja, but I digress. <laughs> um, I, I knew, I, you know, no soy pendeja. I'm not an idiot. I'm not a fool. I knew that something was going on. And I've always been one of those people, unless I got proof, like proof, proof, I'm going to bring it up, but I don't know that I can walk away over it completely until I have actual proof, proof. And I have to say that moment changed after um, I did get my proof because I I realized quite some time after that I uh, did not just leave. But anyways, I got my proof at a point. And it was a big blowout between me and my ex-partner. We really, I mean, it was messy, right? And I still chose to stay. But the problem is I made a mess. They, She made a mess too, obviously. But I also made a mess. And that mess ended up dragging and being something that we both even held over each other's heads. And it made things just even even more messier than it needed to be kind of thing. Um, and I still didn't leave. And that's the other piece to why sometimes making the mess isn't necessarily the wisest decision. Because, you know, we tell ourselves, oh, it'll be so easy. It's, it's not. That's not always what's going to be what ends it all. And then y'all are just stuck in this situation where it's messy as fuck and y'all are resentful because of the mess and you're both trying to clean up a mess of some sort it's just all, all kind of stuff right and so I think it's crucial for us to spare ourselves and spare others right as we become aware as we learn new ways to address these things right and it ain't easy uh, obviously, it was not, you know, I, I didn't do it then. <laughs> I have had to do it since. Um, and it's not always easy, you know. I've had, there's been times where I, you know, was respectful with ending things with a guy. Where I was clear, like, listen, you know, what we had was enjoyable while it was enjoyable. But I, it's just not it for me. Right. And I and I would let them know. And you deserve something that it is it. And I do deserve something where I feel like this is it as well. But since this ain't it, <laughs> we're going to go our separate ways. Doesn't always go so smoothly. OK, you know, I, I've had men tell me I was crazy, that I'm some fucking psycho bitch because how you know everything is so fine or they did x y and z ah, 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 right or you know being told i just don't understand why we can't just do x y z blah 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 or things have been whatever and i'm just like that's that's i respect that and i respect that we're on two different pages which is also part of why <laughs> i am trying to end things here right it's not always easy, and that's when you have to just walk away. Um, it's not easy, and it's not always as simple as just walk away, especially, you know, when the men are, uh, you know, abusive or predatory and, you know, refuse to take no for an answer. But 
That's also why I say it's important that we work on modeling being receptive. You know, I I hope that whatever men are listening, I, I do hope that y'all model for other men in your life. Receiving that respectfully and also being more honorable with how y'all end things with people. You know, I'm not saying that women are people who or people who are non-binary, um, you know, or femmes, you know, are absolved from having to do that. But I do find that there's a lot of work for the men to do when it comes to receiving as well and also how they're doing it. Um, you know, you don't always need to do some shiesty shit to end things. You really don't, okay? And, you know, it's interesting. So many men will complain about, you know, and, and we've all got one in our life who does, you know. We might love them, but they might be that homie where, you know, they complain about why can't these, you know, women or whoever they're dealing with, you know, um, look past their past. And sometimes it's like, well, you made such a mess that you do have to be responsible for, right? And it sucks. I get it. We all make a mess that... Where, like, I was young, I was dumb, I've changed, or whatever, right? You have to live that. The ritual doesn't just resolve everything because you, you lived it with one person. No, you have to keep living that way. And in time, your actions will speak for you in that regard. So, with that being said... Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about with relationships is communication because communication ties into this so much. A lot of us don't know how to speak openly with our partners. We don't know how to speak openly with our friends, our family. We say what we think they want to hear. We say what we think will, you know, um, be as, I guess, uh, taken as well as possible right like we try we'll walk on eggshells or we'll say things because we want to be liked or we want to be accepted whatever it may be and we're not honestly communicating and when we're not honestly communicating we're also making a mess again that goes into you know how we end things with somebody if you're lying to somebody about why because you're just trying to let them down easy a lot of the time it doesn't work doesn't work you got to be honest and you know again still might not be easy but honest and open communication is so important because it carries over into everything you know being open and honest with your friends can help them to better support you being open and honest with your family members can be something that helps them to see who you really are not just who they have envisioned you as you know um with our romantic relationships we can really benefit because you can make your romantic partner an actual partner because y'all are a team if we don't openly communicate in business what we need to get done doesn't get done our vision doesn't come to life and it can be difficult for so many different reasons to have open, honest conversations, you know, we're worried about what the person might say, we're worried about them receiving it well, we're worried about them, you know, fucking with whatever we say or whatever, right, we worry about them being combative, all these kinds of things, and so 
when we do that though and we don't say it we just continue to enable that narrative and we continue to enable that being the situation that we're in now closed mouths you know that whole thing of closed mouths don't get fed sometimes when you open your mouth you don't get food put in you get a gag water put in kind of situation right and that's not easy either but you have to be open to speaking up for the sake of at times knowing that you did sometimes that can be the only motivation that we really have because we don't know and we can't control how the other person is going to respond but that is one thing that my mom I really appreciate that she taught me you know she's like listen if I at least know that I said it and you still choose to do X, Y, and Z or disregard what I said or, you know, whatever. I still know that I said it. I honored myself. I honored my voice, right? And if you're not going to respect that, I can, I, I need to walk away. Obviously, if possible, there's certain circumstances where, you know, it's not always so easy. But that's something that has really helped me as I've, you know, grown even more into this adult woman is recognizing that honoring my voice in my relationships is important. And that's part of being honorable in a relationship is showing up honestly and openly, whether it's my homies, whether it's my, you know, my partner, whether it's my family, you know, even with my own mother, I had to be very honest a lot of the time about how I felt and where I was at even if I felt that it wasn't going to be accepted or understood and it caused a lot of strife for a long time because I hadn't figured out how to express those things in a way that wasn't just what was in my head right and was digestible for others but because we kept at it there came a point where she began to understand me and I understood her more. And that's also what we can gain in these relationships. And sometimes with that understanding, we can come to recognize, okay, you know what? Me and you do way better as friends than we do as romantic partners. Maybe we should give that a try, right? And if we are not blowing things out, it actually leaves the possibility for us to still have that friendship, right? Or to still have the part of the relationship that is healthy or that we do enjoy or that is maintainable. And we always complain, right? I lost my best friend, you know? And sometimes you can't keep that. I get that. But sometimes if we have an open, honest discussion, we can change the relationship and change the dynamic in a way that better fits. Or... We end things, and that's the dynamic that fits better, is y'all not having a a dynamic at all. So this is all just some food for thought, and I really hope that, you know, everyone takes some time to write down how they end relationships, generally speaking, and how you would like to change that, you know? You can even write down where you learned this from. What were the moments where this was modeled for you in life? Where you then, you know, that was when you learned that, right? Is it that you model how to end things off of how your mom, you know, ended things with people? Or is it about, you know, you 
now end things the way you used to see your sister end things, right? Or how she'd always break up with her partners or her friends or whatever. You know, these are all things to think about and reflect on. You know, you can keep a journal. And the other good part about keeping a journal related to this is keep yourself accountable. When you find yourself wanting to go separate ways with somebody, go back to that journal. Read back how you want to do better and read back how you want to change and formulate a plan. There's no shame in that shit. But know that in order to be familiar with the alternatives, you got to try them and you got to know that there's alternatives to begin with. But just because something is familiar and comfortable in the sense of we're familiar and we know how to do it because of that doesn't mean it's what you should keep doing so i hope y'all all reflect on that and take some time to you know do better in your own life and in your relationships and you know hopefully this also helps to heal the understanding of why did some of my relationships have to, you know, burn to the ground kind of thing. Why did it have to be that way? Sometimes that's all we know. And, you know, as sad as it sounds, it ain't personal. <laughs> I know we all wish it was because it would mean, oh, wow, they cared. Not always, you know, and sure they care. They cared enough to give you what they were familiar with, but they didn't care enough to try something new. And that's okay, too. But it doesn't mean that that's what you got to keep doing, boo. So until next time, be well, be safe to the best of y'all abilities, especially in these wild times. And I'll catch y'all next week.